This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode 36. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, uh, I am, well, we're, we're all very, very upset right now. Top spur, what's that? Top spur, what's that? Uh, well, of course, I'm joined by the boys, Brian Adser and Ben Spaulding. Chaps. Um, cool name. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting serious on the pod now because <laughs> uh, things have just popped off. So, right, let's talk about Brian of Albion versus Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, yesterday. Now, yeah. there's a lot to If you're it. a Tottenham fan and you've come to watch Brighton fans cry and throw the toys out of Pram, you've come to the yeah. right place. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what we're going to do for the next 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour. So enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. enjoy. Make a cup of tea. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Enjoy the meltdown because yeah. it's probably going to be uh, enjoyable Cheers. for you. Neutrals. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, boys, I have created a Google Doc. This is how serious it's got. This is so I've funny. even got I've got the FA uh, law <laughs> and thousand misconduct page up. <laughs> I've got Stellini match fixing as one of my tabs, <laughs> and I've got uh, a tweet from Simon Stone with an apology. So there's a lot to go through. So I will kick us off. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna do a run through just to let everyone know who's listening and watching. We're gonna do a run through every decision of the game. I've, I've made a note of every decision that that went either wrong or whatever. You know, we can we can debate it, and uh, of course the goals and all the action. Well, on top of that, go. yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun <laughs> one. So, let's start off straight away with the Lengley handball, which a lot of people have gone under the radar. Which yeah. I know, yeah, the Lengley handball from Veltman's <laughs> when it was the corner, um, and Len, and he sort of knocked it past Lengley and he's hit his hand. Now I've watched the replays. I don't know if you boys have, but in my opinion. It was a stonewall handball. The fact that they now, didn't even show many replays as well, they kind of just like brush it under the carpet, like yeah, that, that's that situation's over. They yeah. didn't really like. Yeah. They might have checked it. I, I might have missed that, but it feels I, like they just were like, oh no, didn't look like it, and then they moved on straight away. This this is this was my, this was my thing. I don't think it got talked about. Like even mm. I had to like dig it out from. I didn't see any like replays or you know people posting the clip. But yeah, Ryan, let's start with you. Yeah, Lengley handball, literally right. I think it was about five ten minutes in. Stupid mate. I don't know, I don't know how they can not give that. Um, and to be honest, mate, the first half, there was, there was, by I think half an hour, I think at least three big decisions that were mad. Mm, yeah. And one of them, by the way, can I just say, just to get this out of the way, at Spurs away, I've been there, this is my third time going to Tottenham away, and never in my life have I had to sit down at an away game. And it rattled me differently. I, I got so annoyed. The, the stewards come over telling us to sit down, right? And naturally, no one sat down because why would we? Because we're an away game. We paid for our ticket. We still we won. They came over and said this is a seated area only, and they could only, you can only sit. And at no point does it say on my ticket, by the way, sitting only. Otherwise, I think I would have thought differently about buying a ticket in the first place. So I'm going to be trying to get some money back off the Tottenham supporter services. Better make that. So what, what, were the shoes um, coming up to you and like forcing yeah, you to sit down? Yeah, sitting us down. So then there's these guys behind us. So they all sit down, right? And if the guys behind us are sitting down, people in front of me are sitting down. Uh, I'm the only yeah. one left. I have to because I look like yeah, an arrogant idiot. Yeah. So I had yeah. to do it. And there's only five to ten rows that are sitting. So I have to sit down. And then I did stand up when I think it was Alexis got through and had that chance and that shot. 
Um, and I think Caicedo had another shot and it hit the post. Yeah, the post. And there's a couple yeah. of moments there. So I didn't sit down for that whole period of where we had like back-to-back shots, as you would if you're at home or as you would in any other game. And this bloke behind me, I don't know his name, and I'm not going to call him out because it's unfair, but he puts his arm on my shoulder and pulls me down to sit me down. And I was like, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the game. I said, if you're at home right now, this is a fan, by the way. I said, like, if you're at home, or sorry, like as in home, as in the annex, you would not be telling somebody to sit down in front of you. Like maybe you would if you're in yeah. the East Stand, but come on, like we're through on goal. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, the family stand. That Can you imagine that being a Brighton so fan much. and watching Ryan Adset getting a scrap with another Brighton fan? <laughs> <laughs> I, just said, I just said, why would I sit down when my team's through on goal? Because oh, it makes no yeah. sense. And mm. then... So he's obviously he's obviously saying to me, look, mate, I want to, I want to, he's trying to calm me down and they're trying to calm everyone down. But I was like, so then obviously about three minutes later, Son scored. And I was just like, mm. oh my God. And if, as if that didn't start the game off enough, then yeah, this leads on to every other decision. Yeah. But I wanted to get that bit out of the way because never before I've been forced though, to sit down at home. Yeah. Away, sorry. Let, let, let's world, talk about, world. yeah, let's talk about the Son screamer. Um, now, only thing, again, I'm, I'm not trying to dig out Veltman here. I, I think he gave him quite a bit of space, though, didn't he? He backed off him. He, gave, he, allowed, he allowed the space. Yeah, but it, it, it benefited it, it, out, though. I feel, I feel like Son didn't even, like, he kind of moved away from the box. He didn't, like, run towards mm, the box more. He, like, mm, brought the ball out yeah. from the box and then done it, which was, I think, mostly the genius yeah. of the goal, uh, instead of, like, kind of put, pushing it towards I, more towards yeah. Veltman. I think what really annoyed me, like the most out of anything, like, not, don't get me wrong, it was an absolute screamer. It's one of those goals you can't do anything about. Yeah. It was just, yeah, you know, one in a million, not one in a million, but yeah. Um, my, my biggest thing was the guy has been awful all season. And then against Brighton over Albion, he decides to score. Yeah, his 100th goal, and it's an absolute worldie. But fair play, it was a cracking goal. Like, you can't really. Uh, argue against that and then talking about uh, the, the saves as well Ryan you mentioned them already um, yeah let's talk about Mc- yeah, McAllister's long range shot which was a great save from Lloris mm. um, and also the Caicedo shot yeah. which I think he got he actually got a touch to as well yeah, he, and he yeah, tipped yeah, it onto the post which again Lloris has been not great <laughs> recently and Not again just oh. just pulls out two absolute mm. cracking saves yeah. and uh, I think it just set us up for the day to come really wasn't it um, it was one of those we days we owe them uh, big that... time we owe them big time yeah. after that really do well they've done a double over us now haven't they so um, I feel like next season the worst double uh, you'll ever see by the way that yeah. has to be one of the worst like double no one in Premier League history has probably had a more jammy double or even corrupt yeah. double dare I say than that that is horrendous <laughs> And, and just a question, Ryan, obviously you, you're in the stadium. Um, yeah. At that point, once we've, obviously, there, there's still much more injustice to come. But at that point, <laughs> did you did you think, oh, it's just not our day, you know, we're hitting the post, that kind of stuff, obviously sun worldy. Did you think at that point, but or do you still keep the faith? Because I know we talked about it recently, in recent weeks, about our bounce back ability and like, we never give up. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts at the time? My, my heart Tom, was your phone near your laptop again? Oh, sorry. sorry oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, I can't. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, my my okay. heart was saying Julio last minute because like imagine mm. right and that that would have been the absolute icing on the cake. My head was saying it's just not going to happen because unfortunately mm. I've seen Harry Kane play football too many times now to know that that is only <laughs> going to end one way. And when he gets into the referee's mouth, oh, it just does my head in. I, honestly, I said it in the last podcast. He is insufferable. He is the the top three most irritating players and he certainly isn't three or two he's insufferable <laughs> Bruno Fernandes is the only one that comes close and Tottenham yeah. fans I'm sure probably hate Bruno Fernandes so imagine that but for Kane your star man yeah. is unbearable I hate him I really do Mate, when at no Kaiseido, point am I going to be celebrating him, another him Kane Kaiseido came together that much <laughs> you're going to be like uh, that the ball guy the Arsenal fan that doesn't yeah. celebrate when Kane scores <laughs> oh, yeah, mate yeah, we win yeah, the World yeah, Cup yeah. final mate Kane scores Lee I'm sitting there in dead side winning penalty yeah <laughs> Ryan sat on his hands um, no like when Caicedo and Kane came together like barely touched him, each other really um, yeah. if anything it was a foul on Caicedo but then Kane mm. instead of holding his foot which is where the contact was he like, started holding his knee you're just thinking it's embarrassing it's yeah. so yeah. embarrassing after everything that's happened with the Takore thing mm. of him going down obviously Rightly so going down because he was pretty much punched in the face. But then the way he went down and for so long, mm, yeah. you think he would be a bit more switched on to think, let me, let me not make such a drama out of nothing, but still yeah. continue to do so. 
and with Kane as well, it's not, it's not like he's done this once or twice. Like it is Every now week, becoming yeah. a bit of a recur- yeah, becoming a especially with those pushes he does in the back of defenders. Mm. You know, when he like goes up for a challenge and like sort of gives him a little push yeah. in the back, and and or, or if he gets sorry, if he, he leans into the back, back doesn't he? Yeah, and, and even if he gets like the slightest touch, he'll go down like as if he's been shot. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love him. I love him as a player, but I don't know. I, yeah, he's got a question. He it's like he the whole Lallana thing. My love for him as a player. To yeah, be remember Lallana when we were played in the blue kit a couple of seasons ago there, and Lallana yeah. like he backed into Lallana and somehow I was given as a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, always came. Yeah, always shambles, came. shambles. And then, of course, the big one. Uh, well, w- w- again, like I said, there's which so many. One? Just, which one? Yeah, man? which one am I talking about? The uh, Matoma disallowed goal. Now, this is where let, let's bring in the laws. Okay, so everyone bring listening and watching. Yeah, let's bring it forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's bring it forward. Mazdak Mas- Walton yeah. on the on the. Yeah. Mas- <laughs> let's hear let's hear another let's hear another clown that's another puppet from the PGMOL. Yeah. Tell us what we don't need to hear. Oh, right, I know I'm a clown, but there's no need to say that. <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> right, okay, boys. Okay, so let's okay for anyone who missed it or, or is living under a rock and hasn't seen the highlights yet or watched the game, etc., etc. Face is red already. Uh, great, a great, great ball by Mac. A great ball into to Matoma who chests it. Well, yeah, that, that was a big debate. Chests it and a great finish past Lloris. Now, great goal, actually. Yeah, great goal. Such great set up. Great assist from Mac. Um, and yeah, great finish as well from, from Matoma. Mm. Now, it was checked for, what, two to three minutes? Quite a long time. Um, and yeah, they deemed it to be handball for Matoma. Now, Ben, let's start with you, okay? So, first of all, when you watch that goal, did you instantly think, oh, yeah, could be chalked off? Or were you quite confident that Matoma had, had done it properly? No, I, I was I was concerned. I was concerned, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, I think the reason that we have not got it there is because somehow the linesman has actually said it was handball instead of flagging it as offside. So that's mm. why, that's when it's like, oh, it's not clear and obvious error. I think that might be the case of this one. But, but it, it was wrong. reviewed, it was reviewed. And, and Ryan, let's get your take on it before I give you the, the laws uh, yeah. by the FA. Go on. What was your take on it straight away when you saw I it? I've got to admit, mate, I thought it was a goal because obviously I'm on the other side, but still had a pretty decent view of it. To me, it just looked like he chested down and scored. No Spurs yeah. fans, even on the barrier, were complaining. Um, and then when, when it was obviously going to VAR, we all just thought it was offside. So everyone around us, even Tottenham fans saying, is it offside? What's going on? So no one even contested. So when, when obviously it got given as a disallowed goal, everyone's just around saying, why? <laughs> so like, you know, it's not, you watch it back and it's, it's so minuscule. And it, it just infuriates. And he's been shoved he, in the back by Romero as yeah, well. Yeah, that that is the biggest thing. He he got shoved in the back, and it's like, what are you meant? To, so how, his body's going meant forward anyway, like that. Yeah. So, like, according to the law, boys, handling the ball. Okay. So, oh, I'm going to read this. I'm trying to get through as quick as I can. All right. So, if an offence, it is an offence if a player deliberately touches the ball with their hand or arm, for example, moving their hand towards the ball. This is going to come into play for later on with McAllister as well. Um, touches yeah. the ball with their hand or arm when it has made their body unnaturally bigger. Uh, scores in an opponent's goal directly from their hand or arm, even if accidental, including by the goalkeeper. And immediately after the ball is touched their arm, even if accidental. Now, I've sent you boys a little uh, picture, <laughs> a nice diagram. So, no handball is covered basically by the sleeve like sleeve line and then the rest obviously is handball so the sleeve I, is the answer then, isn't it? yeah so I, I think I think it's hit him here I think it's hit Matoma here I don't know if you boys agree but I think it's hit him here and then yeah, sort of slid on onto shoulder. his chest yeah there yeah right? shoulder there and it's gone onto his chest and then he's banged it in so I think that was a, a terrible call from whoever was in VAR uh, was it Salisbury Michael Salisbury or something like that um, yeah I think it was a terrible call so yeah that was the first uh, disallowed rule uh, according to the yeah the rules deemed handball even though it hit his shoulder so don't let little Brighton catch the big six just don't let him do yeah. it why would we yeah if you are a conspiracy theorist and that is that is the big one Brian isn't it it's like you're thinking maybe they don't want them to go into this European Super League so they're going to make them benefit with these tight decisions and that sort of thing obviously mm-hmm. I don't think that is the case but if you were a conspiracy yeah. theorist then you could put two and two together like that to keep them happy yeah no, agreed. Think, and um, then, oh, go on, Ryan. No, I was just going to say about the the Matoma thing. I think if you're yep. going to give that, and then you look at the Brentford one last week where his arm's out here, and they say about proximity, 
How many oh, yeah, different Hickey, rules yeah. are there for all these different yeah. things that half the people in the ground don't understand? I mean, including myself half the time, I'm just thinking, so what's offside again? What's actually handball? What's, you know what I mean? A, a couple of years ago, there was no rule changes. Everyone knew the rules of football. And then since VAR's come in and they've changed it all up for the modern, modern day, don't get wrong, I love modern football for what it is and tactics and all that. But I think that the way that the, the decisions have gone, is, it's, it's just killing the game. It, unfortunately, it's, it's completely murdering the game. Yeah. It, no, mate, who, I, remember, who remembers Rodri doing that and getting away with that? Yeah, that was outrageous. Oh, I'm not surprised. That. That, yeah. It also as well, Ryan, that's a really, really good point, actually. I think a massive thing as well is, like you said, rules get changed or things get implemented but we don't as fans get told about it or if we don't get told about it it's sort of hidden in like i said like on the fa website which no one's gonna go out and search for unless they're unless making you're a podcast. rattled yeah, yeah unless, unless you're rattled and making a podcast you're <laughs> not gonna go out there Sunday and, afternoon so, I think, yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think that's a really key thing there is the communication between so pgml uh, mol and the governing body, FA, like they don't communicate these things well enough. And also my big thing as well, and I was going to get onto this later on, but I might as well say it now. I think a huge thing that would be really helpful is two things. Get referees to come out and do interviews after a game. Get them to explain their decisions. Come out and actually get interviewed. Just like the players do. Just like the managers do. Mm. Just like everyone else gets held accountable. Why shouldn't, um, you know, referees do the same? And second of all, let's have press conferences as well. Like where the, let's say, Howard Webb comes out at the end of the game and explains, right, this, this, this and this, this is why we gave this decision, this is why. So then fans can at least have something to go by and it's mm. not just this stupid half-hearted apologies which we got mm. from like Howard drop, Webb. It's like dropping a text message saying, oh, sorry about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, sorry, not like, sorry, it's not sorry, like he's going to go and meet Deserby again, is he? Because Deserby said it was a waste of time in the first place. So and, 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 all, they just, all they do is send a letter and then that's it, done with. And, and worse, Ben, worst case, Ben, are we going to get three points? No. Are we going to get the, the game replayed? No. So what's the point? What's an apology really going to do? Unless you're going to change and implement rules, what's what's going to change? What, what, mm. Are we going to have another incident where we're going to have six decisions go against us and cost us potentially European football? It's a fucking joke. I'm sorry. Mm. Sorry, that's my rant over. Anyway, that's that, I've got Good it all right. out of the way. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so... Um, and then going on to Dunk's goal, which I was buzzing about. I'm really happy for him. Obviously on his 200th appearance. Um, great cross okay. by March and a great header. Yeah, terrible marking. Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, was it poor defending or was it, or was it a good sort of move from Dunk and the team? And yeah, so I guess it's poor defending as well, to be fair. I mean, Spurs, Spurs yeah. will be pretty disappointed, but then they weren't good <laughs> you know what I mean they weren't they weren't good so I mean it's the sort of goal that was coming against them really I mean they were going to have something and the amount of chances we had um, I saw Stellini come out and say they had so many chances I was thinking my god I didn't even see them have a kick in the game until Mate, Kane scored in a second joke. Um, the Giza got sent off probably yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah like I didn't yeah I thought maybe bad defending but we, what we deserved at the time I genuinely thought yeah. it was a time for us to kick on because we really turned up a gear then and we pretty much dominated them for the next 30 minutes and if it wasn't mm. for yes a stupid Matoma flick and a bit of a stupid goal to concede really the game one yes, I, I think we would have yeah, we would have won Webster. really I think we would have won that yeah. game or at least got a point you know we deserve yeah. way more out of that game oh yeah Hundred percent. A point was the minimum for me. Mm. Um, and then going on to uh, great save from Steele. This is um, the Perisic chance. Um, it was a great save from him to be fair. And I thought, do you know what, Steele? I thought his he, he actually was his distribution was great. I felt like yeah, he just looked he looked good, and it was it was a mm. great save from Perisic. Um, and yeah, that that sort of you know kept the game at one all. Um, and we like like Ryan said, I thought we were much the better side. Um, and then, of course, the big, big talking point: uh, Welbeck disallowed goal. Now, Ben, start us off. Talk us through it. Oh, mate. <laughs> the, hip, the hips don't lie, like Shakira said. And <laughs> but apparently, they fucking did in this situation. I'm absolute. I'm gobsmacked. I'm absolutely gobsmacked. They've given that as a handball. He's literally hit his hip. Mm. Mm. And his yeah. arms are here, mate. So what, yeah. what do you want to do? I his mean, back like, realistically, <laughs> right? He's not even if facing here, at all. Yeah. <laughs> He's your hips stand. here, right? <laughs> your hips here, yeah? Your arms are here. If you're stood like this, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. what's going to happen when someone shoots? I love it. 
I love it. I what, know, what do you do man. with your arm? If he did no, this, fair true. enough. Yeah. If he did that, then fair enough. Yeah. So if he does that, fair enough. Yeah, he's if he's doing this, yeah. what's he supposed no, agree. to do? Oh, no, my agree, God. Mate. That, that, that's my biggest thing with um, handballs is <laughs> I think so the rule should be if... So, well, I think he actually states it on the on the laws uh, section twelve of the FA website. But um, if you're, I think if you deliberately like so section Hickey, right? twelve of the FA. <laughs> so you know, you know Hickey, the the, the oh, one you were referencing earlier, Ryan, the the Hickey handball, like the proximity one, yes. uh, last week, yeah, for Brentford. So like, obviously, his out his hand is quite like out for, away from his body. So you could argue he is has stopped the ball from getting into the box and that is a clear stonewall penalty. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, McAllister has got his arms... Like, in, you have to he, laugh. He's made, he's yes, made an active laugh. choice. He's made an active decision to think, right, I need to get my hands out of the way. He's not gone, oh, I'm going to leave my hands out. He's actively yeah. thought, right, let me get my hands out of the way. I'm going to bring them inside and it hits... It doesn't even hit his hands, let alone... Oh, yeah. If it hit oh, his no, elbow I'm at most, I'm right? If it hit his elbow at most, yeah? yeah. And it's hit, his, it's hit his hip. I think maybe it's ricocheted onto his elbow off his hip, right? That's the mm. reason why I can see... But even mm. still, again, what's he supposed to do? Because... Yeah. He, I mean, you can't he can't get his arm any more out of the way, but then doing this, right? So, I mean, physically, as, as with a human body, you can't just hit my arm against the table. Then, if it, with the physically with a human <laughs> sure body, you can't. Hit. Yeah, I mean, you tell me, I get the VAR on it, but <laughs> like, I don't I even believe, believe it. it. It's just out mad. of 129 episodes, of the first time someone stood up. <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone can see no one's ever seen our legs today. before yeah no one's just seen right that sets legs i've got i've got Make... the pull and bear cargos on today so <laughs> oh, actually no they're not even yeah, well. Zara, i think actually. he made sure he was wearing some decent drip <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Up. just on, on this as well um so yeah like we've, we mentioned it's, it's actually hit his uh, midriff and hip but now with angles right the current angles in the var room are they watching every angle so obviously when I was watching it on, on telly, but when I was seeing every angle, they were showing all the angles. The first one looked actually quite, not inconclusive, but it, there, there was maybe an argument that it didn't, you know, it hit a bit of his arm, etc., his elbow, whatever you want to call it. But then there was one angle where it was so clear that it's just gone past his hand and it's gone and hit his hip. So mm. do VAR have that? I, I don't get it. Are they watching the same angles? Are they just watching one angle? I don't understand. Mate, I don't get how if everyone can see that it's wrong, Everyone, like including most Spurs fans, to be fair, on the way back to the station, yeah. I was even talking to a few of them and they were saying, mate, you, you were so yeah. unlucky, like, we completely robbed you. And like, fair play, right? But if everybody can see, including a lot of Tottenham fans, including rival fans, Palace fans on Twitter as well, but they agree with us. If everybody can see it, but then there's, there's like, what, three or four people that can't and they're the ones that get the decision. How on earth can that, <laughs> that possibly yeah, be right? That's such a good point. How can that, how can that work? No, it's true. It's, it, mate, it actually it's defies insane. logic to me because it'd be like, you know, when like, a government make a mistake or something and they're untouchable because <laughs> they're at the top. It's the same sort of process in, in football. Yeah. There's, there's everything at the top and it's like this untouchable chamber that no one can access mm. apart from them. And it's, mm. you know, at some point it's going to boil over because as much as we laugh and we joke and stand up on a podcast, but <laughs> it is ridiculous because this, if this keeps happening every single week and, you know, it's not just us. At the end of the day, it's not just us. They're not saying it's a... There's anything against us, particularly. It's for everyone that's really in the Premier League. For this to keep happening, it can't because it, it will eventually make us lose lose faith in the game. Because mate, I lost faith in VAR on the first week that it got implemented. I let it go in the first in the last season. I think I let it go a little bit, and then I got yeah. back angry again. And then here I am again, complaining about the same things I was complaining about in 2019. So nothing's changed, nothing's improved, nothing's, you know, we've, we've not moved on at all in the last four years. If anything, we've actually gone further backwards because we've got more stupid rules that nobody understands. Fans are at games left in the dark, not having a clue what's going on. At what point does something change here? Because you can't just keep doing this because people will lose faith. No, 100%. I think two points you made really well. The the The... The fact that it, nothing keeps, seems to change and it's like, I feel like since VAR's come in, we've actually got more controversy yeah. and more debate than when we had got it more before. rules, overthought things yeah. and, and no one understands what it is. Yeah. And also as well, um, the, the point you made about like, not just us getting, not just us suffering as, as Brighton have Albion fans, there's a lot of other clubs getting injust as well. And it's funny, mm. actually, uh, I'm in a group chat with loads of like random football fans from like all over the league, like a lot of the sort of bottom half. And one of them is mm. a Fulham fan. And he said this, uh, so they said, any thoughts on Brighton? And he said, VAR is a joke. And for Brighton yesterday, appalling. But tell me which club hasn't had poor decisions go against them. 
That's football, I'm afraid. Take good with the bad. They need to stop feeling entitled. So, uh, <laughs> Ryan, would you like to? Uh, yeah, I'll respond comment to him. back. What, what, um, <laughs> but, no, what, <laughs> um, mate, I don't know what you what you've been smoking last night, but I assume if you replied that this morning, <laughs> you might have a different response. Because I'm as a Fulham fan, surely he he's had Mitrovic banned for eight games. We'll just talk about yeah. Harry Kane. Do you know what? I'll put myself in a Fulham fan's shoes here, and I'll say, look. I would be livid to the fact that Mitrovic has got the same amount of ban as Suarez got when he was a racist, right? And I think that for that alone, I don't know how he can be possibly saying you get the rough with the green. Because when you then look at Kane, for example, surrounds the referee, pushes people over, dives all the time, he's constantly getting away with everything. But because he's the England captain, he's like some sort of untouchable king, right? Hmm. Mitrovic is looked at as a demon because he's, I don't know, I don't know, because he plays for Fulham, maybe. I mean, and he gets in trouble. But... If if Kane got put get picked up on for half the stuff that he does, he would be looking way worse than Mitrovic. But there's one that looks worse than the other. I think he is now starting and to get picked up though. Yeah, from, starting what, yeah, from though, to talk compared to Mitrovic's week, reputation, he of, he's getting a lot of stick, and even mm. just on social media, of course, as he has mm. always. But yeah, pundits are starting to pick up on it now, yeah. which is good. Um, but mm. obviously, like I said earlier, hasn't changed him, hasn't stopped him from doing what he done yesterday, diving around yeah. the place. Well, and, and so on, on the back concept. of obviously, I know we we diverted away from it, but obviously uh, away from the Welbeck disallowed goal. As a result, of course, um, Stellini and Deserby both got sent off. Which was it? Two two red cards now for no three for Deserby this Something season. Like eighteen this season, eighteen yeah. and eighteen games for Deserby. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he loves Fucking it. Hell. He loves it. But I actually love it. I love the passion he shows, and also of I course, do, before well, the game, how long can we keep doing it though? Like I love Deserby. No, no, yeah. I absolutely love him, but yeah. you can't get red cards every week because no, at I some know, point it's going to cost us, isn't it? Like we're going to yeah. get in trouble. With... No, not true, as much really. as not as much as Reams though for paying twenty two thousand pounds for Will Steele every single <laughs> yeah, week. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. It's it's true. It, obviously, it's funny to an extent, and then it doesn't mm. get funny because. If he's not on the touchline yeah. for Wembley, I don't know who you've got. Oh, before. mate. Man United, that'd be, that'd oh, mate, we'll play him off the part, though. That's where every time yeah. Maldera's been manager. We've, we've oh, yeah, exactly. We've we, we got yeah. Chelsea before before that. We've got Chelsea. Oh, well, he's getting yeah, sent off for that as well, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say he's going to get sent off in the stands. right again, but it's just... I'd say he's going to be sent to the stands. I probably, mate, to be honest with you, I probably could have been yesterday. I did quite well to hold it together, if I'm being honest. But there's a lot of people losing their heads out there, and I can't blame them. But... It was, it was quite funny, obviously, yeah. So they both got sent off. And uh, before the game had an altercation, they had a bit of a uh, sort of back and fro uh, between each other yeah, before the game. So, 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 well, apparently, so according to reports, Stellini made some pre-match comments, which were quite like derogatory to Brighton and deserve as a manager. It's and obviously he didn't take too... Yeah, he basically said like that. Like, uh, yeah, that was it. He did that. He basically just taken Potter's team and sort mm. of like Potter had already. And this set is up his the Tottenham foundations. team. Like, same yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes really? no sense. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. apparently, apparently that's what he was angry about. He in the post-match conference, um, so the interview. Sorry, Deserby didn't actually. He got asked. He was like, "Why did you get sent off? Like, what happened? Blah blah." Yeah. And the interview actually said, "Was it because of stealing his pre-match co- um, comments?" And he was like, "No, no. It's just um, we're both Italians, and it just comes." across that way we might be looking like we we're angry at each other but it was just you know normal football chat and I was a bit like yeah of course <laughs> yeah of course sure <laughs> yeah sure mate sure so yeah we'll never know what it was actually about but yeah of course the pre-match it was all about the comments and then during the game of course it was Welbeck's decision he got very angry and then um, he sort of he took a back seat I saw he was sort of just standing there and then the whole backroom staff of Brighton basically attacked Spurs' hmm. backroom staff and I think I don't know why he got sent off because he was actually sort of chilling behind he was just sort of standing there Letting them do their thing. What, Stellini? No. Uh, oh, Stellini was as well, though. Stellini was just... Oh, so yeah. I don't know. Even looking. So I don't know why they got sent off then. I think it was just it was, because it was they were... Mostly the back room. They were controlling, controlling their, their staff. Right, maybe, right, right, right. I don't know. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, uh, they but yeah, all so both they... just stood there not doing anything. Just like to see all the, all yeah, the coaches watching... like, trying to screw out. It's so funny. Watching it get, get kick oh. off. Um, and then, of course, uh, right, this is the actual big one. I've said every single decision has been the big one. This is the actual big one. Uh, the Matoma penalty. Uh, That's been apologised for. Yes, this is the one they've been apologized This is the one they've actually come out and apologized, which of course, oh, right, Ben, of course, it's gonna, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We're gonna, we'll get the three points. Uh, we'll get, we'll get Europe, and it'll be fine, mate. Yeah, yeah no worries. Cheers, Howard Webb. Um, so yeah, Ryan, uh, kick us off, mate. Hoiberg on Matoma, clear stamp, not given. Thoughts. I reckon Hoiberg is third most insufferable in the league. <laughs> he's, he's Who, who's third. number two then? Kane's one. Bruno Fernandez, isn't he? He's annoying. Yeah, I, nice, I hate nice. playing against. That's a good him. top three. That. 
Yeah, yeah Hoybier free. I, he's just annoying. Uh, so yeah, well, on that topic, it, he's done it again, hasn't he? He's done it again, hasn't he? <laughs> he's but, done um, it again. Yeah, again, he always seems to have a say against us, Hobia, and he always winds me up every time. He did it at Southampton as well. Um, and yeah, that's a penalty, isn't it? I mean, he's stamped on his foot. He's, yeah. he's looking directly at it as well, the referee. So how we can't see that <laughs> is genuinely beyond me. Then how they check that uh, on the VAR screen and still yeah. say that's not a penalty when it took, you know, it's me insane. looking at it insane. once to say, look, that's a pen. And I would have said it the other side. Um, you know, it's not just because it's Matoma or just because it's a bright player. No matter how what we say here, people, Spurs fans just watch it and say, "Yeah, he just cried, you're salty." Bye. I'd have said yeah. it if it was the other way around. You know, so you know, 100%. I could be honest too. If you, if you could have but... picked up the referee and put him anywhere on that pitch for that moment, you'd put him where he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so do you think when it comes to like VAR and, and that kind of moment? So we, we can all agree, right? Well, well, the, they they've now agreed hmm. that it was a clear it was a clear Stonewall penalty. Okay, so do hmm. you think in that moment? That VAR assistant sat there and he's gone, right, is it fear? Is it, oh, I'm too, I'm, you know, I'm scared to make this decision? Or, or, like, what's going through his head at the time to think mm. not to give that? That's what I'm really I, baffled I, by. I can't like, get my head around that. Is it fear? Is it uh, inexperience? Is it, I, I don't know, I'm this. trying to think of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a massive wedge of money stuffed in his post box? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it's just insane to me that, yeah, when you're sat there and you're watching that over and over again to think, oh no, do you know what? That's not a penalty. I just... Uh, yeah, I, I don't... I, mean, I actually don't it. get it. Yeah. I actually don't get yeah. it. It's, it's the one thing in, in the whole of football that I don't think anyone will ever understand is what the referees think in these moments <laughs> because especially when it's so obvious they're wrong. Whether it's a pride thing, whether their ego is yeah. too big for them to be able to yeah, admit they're I'd, wrong, I don't yeah. know. But why, I just, why can't we have what again. rugby do? Don't you can literally hear yeah, people, the communication. You can hear them yeah, talking, going, going, "Oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah that's it." He's like, "Let's what rewind is... it quickly. Let's watch that bit back." What, and it's brilliant. I mean, and you can hear I mean, it. In, you can hear it in the stadium as well. It stems back to what I said earlier about having that communication and and the accountability. I think that's the key thing. Referees don't get held accountable, and I think that's what really aggravates me. And I think there needs to be a big reform where let's hold them accountable. Why, why do they get protected so much? Players don't get protected. Managers don't get protected. Chairman most of the time don't get protected. Fans don't get protected. Fans don't get protected. Why do referees get all this big protection? This big sort of you know like a Wakanda-style, you know, <laughs> layer of defence, you know, yeah. around them. I don't know. Howard and all the boys just doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's just give terrible decisions. Okay, and then, no. yeah, we're not going to get held accountable. We can put out a poxy little apology letter and things will just carry on next week. Oh, people will forget about it. Don't worry, a couple of days, people will forget about it. That's, that's their logic, isn't it? They just think yeah. that we'll just forget. And I mean, I, still, I can still remember West Brom away in the COVID year when the dunk scored oh, that free God. kick and how livid we were and all that. Like, oh, yeah. mate, there's so that many. There's so yeah. many that, that has happened and not just to us, but in, in general, that I can just remember coming on this podcast, talking about it to mates, talking about it to family, about how rubbish the decisions have been or how rubbish VAR's been and how much I don't understand this and that and how the referees yeah. don't, you know... How many times can you have the same conversations? At some point, something has to change. And now I think it's got to happen because I think that someone's got to take it to a higher ground because as soon as you disagree, you just get a fine, you get a ban, you get a red card, you get in trouble. It makes it untouchable and it makes it also unwatchable. That, who is protecting that, the refs, by the way, to, of like not giving them interviews, not making them do this sort of stuff, not making them being DFA, watched or live? DFA? Why yeah, though? Sure. It'll make their game so much better, and it'll make it more interesting. It's so yeah. when I watch rugby and you hear them talking, it's so cool it's more to see it here. as well. Yeah, yeah. But I, th I think those. Those. Um, I remember. You know, when we trialed it, so football trialed the the communication thing. Apparently, the the language was awful from the football players. As in, they were swearing. They were. Oh, you, you know, can shit the shower. Yes. Well, well, that's the thing. Like the respect to control what the about, game, then, isn't yeah. it? You should stop. No, but the just the audio's yeah. just in the box, just in where, just in. Yeah, the that stop, that would be much better. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't the, hear the referee Stockley on the pitch. And the referee, yeah, yeah. You hear all you hear is the people in Stockley Park talking. Yeah, and then as soon as the referee has to answer a decision, his mic turns on. That's what it should be. Yeah. He should, yeah. As soon as there's a big call or or a decision that's susceptible, he's got to then turn on his turn on his mic, or the the people automatically turn on his mic, and then he talks and, and explains to viewers, the fans in the ground, why he's yeah. done that. Because yeah, that's the 100%. only way that it would make any sense, and then fans can have their reaction. Because all the time that 
you know, particularly we didn't even mention the fact that before the game there was a three minute delay to kick off, and no one oh, yeah. understood in the ground what yeah. was going on. We thought there was just a technical issue. Of his, uh, but it was, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I think it was. I, I think it was technical. Yeah, I think it was referees. Was it referees? Uh, yeah, I think he's referees. Comms. Funnily enough, mm. the comms. I think it, it actually. Uh, yeah, the irony. More like justification in the ground because we don't have a clue. We're yeah. just stand. We're just standing there like idiots. Well, not standing. Well, just, actually, we're sitting just, there because in, we had a in the stadium. It's just on the screen. It just says VAR pending, doesn't it? Like. VAR check <laughs> and then it doesn't give you any other context yeah. or it might say like handball like... or, or offside mm-hmm. or whatever but aside yeah. from and that then, and then sometimes they'll show it on the on the screen they'll show the incident but then sometimes they don't like I think yeah, even they when put we it played on Brentford like a split second when we played Brentford like uh, the hickey handball but I think yeah. they put the hickey handball on the screen but they didn't for other stuff it's just like where's the consistency just to yeah. show everything. And then when and then when you score a goal, they put the screen on and, and slow motion, three replays, you see every <laughs> angle. It's like, so how could you have that many attempts at this? But then when we want to see a decision, we're not allowed to see anything. It, it's yeah. almost like it's some sort of, oh, it just drives you mad. It's, it's enough insane. to actually drive you mad, I think. Mm. Uh, I think yeah. football, yeah. it can't be good for you what it does for you in, internally, that's for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> and then final two things, boys. So we're nearly at the end of the big dossier I've made. Um, so now this is quite interesting actually um so Lengley on dunk now it was the the, it was the free kick where uh dunk's gone to go for the header and Lengley's basically pulled his shirt yeah Uh. penalty penalty. but but in the build-up to that uh before um dunk did stamp on did he make uh, contact i saw he 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 did he did he did so okay Let's Top be man. fair here. But that doesn't Would justify you... the fact that that okay. was not the penalty afterwards. But but yeah. he got nothing. Like he didn't even get a yellow card. Yeah. Did he actually touch it? Though? He did. Yeah, he did, he did stamp on it. That would have. Yeah, he did okay, stamp on it. Yeah. Right. So do wrong. you think that that should have been a, like? Let's put our biased caps at. Or we're not. We're yeah, not biased. We're, very, mate, that could we're actually, we're actually very down the middle. But yeah, that yeah. could have actually been a red card. Because yeah. yeah. he does. He was dumb. It was dumb because I was thinking at the time. I was like, why has he done that? Like it's clearly because now nowadays it's not like the old days where you got no cameras. You got literally yeah and get away with it. Like you, you're going to get caught no matter what you do. You're going to get caught. There's just no two ways about it. So I just thought that was incredibly. You get named shame. You get named shame. You're going to prison. Um, yeah, and so I thought that was that was incredibly stupid. Like it was a moment of, of yeah, a moment of madness. Yeah, they're blood, they're blooded boils. Boys, boys, just I'm going to interrupt you. Um, breaking news: Brighton is seeking clarification points. from referees' chiefs over as many as five controversial decisions in yesterday's two-one defeat at Tottenham. And the Seagulls are also not satisfied with the explanation for manager Roberto De Zerbi's red card for failing to control his bench. So wow. they're, they're we're pushing yeah. it. We're not happy with it. Cool. Yes. Good. good. Go on, Tony. Good. Take you know, on. Do you know what I think is going to happen? Do you know what I think is going to happen? Is uh, they're going to because they feel bad because obviously they can't give us three points. Replay, they can't give replay, us a rematch. Well, no, they, they can't. They won't do any of those. But I think yeah. do you know what they'll do? They'll they'll overturn his record just because they feel bad. They'll overturn Deserve's yeah, record. So. But again, what what it is that? Like, the what, at all, does yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. What creases me is you know there's that meme of all the uh, Man City lawyers walking into the courtroom. Yeah. It's like fifty yeah. of them. For us, it's Paul Barber and little Tony Blue walking <laughs> in with a briefcase. Like that's what you need. That's what you small need. man, big yeah. bank account, and yeah. a very very big winning yeah. in a gambling game. Yeah. That's for and sure, a big so. brain. Yeah. And yes. a big brain. That's all you need, mate. He's a genius. I love the it. boy is a genius. So you never knock him for being four foot. That's for sure. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, just quickly to summarise that that little bit, Langley on dunk for me, hundred percent. Yeah, Longley uh, should have. Yeah, that's a that's a break. That's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent penalty. And yeah, arguably dunk lucky man to get away with the red card there. To be honest, uh, from yeah, that stamp on enough. Romero. Yeah. So see yeah. Spurs fans, uh, we're not idiots. Yeah, we can't. Right? We're not idiots. We're not. We're not. Spurs. Uh, and then finally to and then, and then right this boys I'm not gonna lie to you when this went in my head was on Mars like when I <laughs> saw after all my mom was on honestly, <laughs> it was on Jupiter honestly when I saw that goal when I just saw it I just went what's the point? like what's the point what what why why Lord um, so yeah Kane's goal I mean yeah deflection Veltman went in stupid. Uh, Compounded the day, really. But I think um, when you when you've been so on top all game, if everything against you, naturally, I know oh, you shouldn't, God. and I know it's wrong, and I know you have to put the accountability on the players. But your heads are gonna go. You're a human being. Your heads are gone, mm. and and then you get caught on a stupid counter attack. You've been nutmegged. Yeah. Cut back goal. Best striker in the world. Everyone knows it. For God's sake, out to be him. And 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 you just it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, and it just falls perfectly, and it's it's everything. Of not poetic justice, but the complete opposite, and it's it's horrible to watch. 
And yeah, you have all the Spurs fans celebrating and it is what it is. But uh, they shouldn't have yeah. never have got to that situation in the first place. We should have finished them off before then, but we couldn't get that opportunity to. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I had, a, I had to should... tell on that goal, but I can't remember what it was. It's gone up my head. But yeah. But yeah, I was just going to say... Classic Harry I, I... Kane. Done nothing all game. Scores a goal. Yeah. That's what happens when you've got Kane and Son, unfortunately. Yeah. You've got world-class players like that. I know before, I think Mazzy weren't on the preview, but we spoke about what players get in the Brighton team. And I think, mm. und- yeah, undisputedly on form, or well, however you say, indisputably, undisputedly, um, Kane was the one. And when you have like world-class players like that, that can just do it in that moment. It's annoying though, Ben, minutes, it? because... One like, second where they're unbelievable again. Yeah. If he was like, you know, he completely outplayed us. He was untouchable. He was the best player on a pitch by miles. Couldn't get near him. And then he scored a fantastic goal. And you'd put your hands up, wouldn't you? And he wasn't yeah. on his floor all the time. And, you know, you would say, fair enough. He's absolutely brilliant. And that's what I do with the Son goal, as much as he winds me up equally. But, like, I think if you had, you know, a moment of pure magic, like an Eden Hazard moment back in the day or something like that, Erling Haaland, you say, look, fair enough. But when it's, when it's how it's got to that, you can't accept it as easy. And I think that's why we're so angry now looking at that goal because you can't, you can't accept it because you don't believe the fact you've lost that game. I, I still not in my head the fact that we have lost that game because it, it should never have got to that situation. Um, and yeah. that's, that's what Kane winds me up. We didn't, he didn't beat us yeah. on merit. He beat us on cheating and, it, and, it, and he won again. Yeah. No, agreed. And, and then um, going on to... Well, yeah, that, that's pretty much the game summarised. All the key points we've gone through. We've literally gone through it with a fine tooth comb. And I uh, wanted to ask... So I had a few questions just to, to put out there for you boys. So mm. um, my, my, I did have before the apology, because obviously the apology was like breaking news. Mm. I did have like, what, what's going to happen next? Will we get an apology? Oh. All that kind of stuff. But obviously that's been, that's been covered. So, I, I mean, my next question is... Um, what what do, do we think of, of referees just quickly from each one of you? I'd, I'd like to get a quick summary of yeah. What what do you want to see changed, if anything, and what do you think's um, yeah the, the key things that you want to, for for them to learn from this game? So we'll start with you, Ben. Um, what I want to see is the interviews. I want to see mm-hmm. communication. Um, yeah, we, even if they're saying that the, the players are going to be swearing, so you can't do that. Just just listen to Stockley Park. We don't need to hear the referee on the pitch for the whole time that they're going through it. They're reviewing it at the end of the day. Their VAR, they're reviewing it. They're reviewing it in there. It's got nothing to do with the referee at that point. Um, I want to see interviews afterwards. They love themselves, some of these referees, so why wouldn't they want to be on the camera a bit more Mm. and get a few few more Instagram followers and Twitter or whatever? Um, So (laughs) that's what I want to see. Um, And I won't see see any more. I don't think we will see any changes, though, Um, unfortunately. Well, for a long time, anyway. and, And Ryan? Yeah, I agree with the press and the and the respect restored, but I think VAR's got to got to be gone until it's fit for purpose. I think I think if it was for me, it's it's taken too long. It's it's been, you know, if we're making the right decision every week, you know, and it was getting the right decision, what it's there for, then fine. But it's not, and I think if it if we weren't in the situation that we are in now, we would potentially lost out to a, a top four spot because because of this exact reason. Um, you know, I think it needs to be gone. And I think a lot of these referees need to be sacked, if I'm honest with you. I think you need to pretty much wipe the board with all of them, start again, find some more. Um, you know, they, they say respect referees. That's a campaign going around now. I think people would if there was respect all round. Make the, make the game more respectful. Stop with this hierarchy of who's the best, who's the worst and who's lowest, and who makes the final decision. It's making the egos inflated every single time you're doing it, and it's keeping these two, these like these guys at the top, and everyone else below. And the footballers have got egos in themselves as well, so they're not just complete saints, by the way. So you've got a big clash of ego tightened on a football pitch, and there's no respect in there. I think you know if you go down and watch grassroots, there's there's an element of respect. If someone swears at the ref, you get a yellow card and a twenty pound fine. So I think that that's you know you need to have that respect restored. And once you do that, you have a bit more of a fair game. But unfortunately, it's just not going to happen because you can't tell that to people that don't want to hear it. Yeah. Apparently, it's really super clicky, by the way, as well. I think there was a podcast where I said it, where I was told a friend that's been a referee. Yeah, just saying it's so clicky. Like, there's never going to change because they don't let anyone come up Mm. and be part of the Premier League elite. And they're just, they're all the same people wanting to keep their their jobs safe, basically. And they're all just so incompetent at the same time. And no actual good referees can ever get into the, the, the positions that they're in, unfortunately. 
It's a shame. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, and then just for me, yeah, just to summarize what I said earlier about yeah, uh, interviews, uh, getting accountability. Yeah, for me, big thing is accountability. Just making them accountable yeah. for their actions. You know, they can't. You know, it's like with any workplace, you always get you, you get held accountable. If I do something wrong at work, I get held accountable. So why why is that any different for referees? And then um, and then yeah, and then finally, I think I would love to see um, yeah some kind of like uh, scheme where referees, young referees, are actually taught all the rules, all the new technology. I know obviously you can't like replicate VAR at grassroots level, but mm-hmm. have some kind of program or some kind of education where. So they're, they're ready for it when they come to the league. Because mm. I feel like a lot of these referees aren't, they're not, they're not ready for, or they don't know how to use the, the technology. I think that's the key thing. The technology is great. The technology is fine. Goal line tech, VAR, brilliant. It's just the people using Goal it are fucking idiots. Goal line is the best thing to happen so that's, to football, definitely. Yeah, 100%. And it, they, it is, technology is great. And I love that, that, that we're, we're adapting to the times. But it's the people using it that are the mm. idiots. They're the ones misusing the technology. It's like when your nan thing. has her phone. She's like, doesn't know how yeah. to work a Nokia. It's like, and she, it's because yeah. she's incompetent at using that technology. And they're exactly, it's, exactly. The same. It's, it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not the technology. It's the person using it. So I think that's the I key thing. It's just it education, be, it training and stuff. Till it's ready. Because you're not going to lose mm. anything in dropping it now. Because... It's, you know, if we get an offside goal against us, there's a good chance that we get one for us the week after because, you know, you, you're not being saved every single time. And there's not that stupid offside flag rule, which I hate so much, where the flag goes up 20 minutes mm. after and, and then you've got someone got injured and it just it drives you mad that the head injury situation, which takes the mick, the um, new offsides, the new handballs, the changing of laws. Yeah. Nobody gets it. So scrap it. Stop it. Stop with all of this stuff and just start again. You ruin our sport. Whoever's in yeah. charge of this. Finally, from me, also as well, this is, I think, is a really key point as well. Referees now are so reliant on the technology that I think their decisions get skewed. So basically, let's say they, they put an offside flag up, they'll think in the back of their mind, oh, it's fine. Even if I get it wrong, mm. VAL will save me. Do you know what I mean? They, they've got that safety net now. Mm. Basically, they can't go wrong. They, they can't lose. Like, they've got the safety net of, of VAR now because yeah, whatever decision they make, if it's wrong, it's, exactly. So like, they'll put their flag up and then they'll be like, oh, actually, VAR's wrong. And they're like, okay, cool. No worries. VAR saved me. Uh, you know, I'm not, after the game, uh, the press aren't going to kill me because the right decision's been made. So it's yeah. like, they've got this massive safety net now, but then somehow they still get decisions wrong. So I just, yeah, I, I'm dumbfounded. There, there's it's, a situation which is pretty plausible as well. well. Who was the ref yesterday? Stuart Atwell, was it? Stuart Atwell? Yeah. I think so. so if that, if that's, yeah, if that's his name. And that he's looked at that Matoma thing. He's probably, maybe he's thought in his head that, yes, that was actually a penalty, but. VAR might might change their mind, and I won't look that as much of an idiot. But if they, if he puts his, if he says it is a pen, and it's not a pen. I think if it looks a bit more like a mug, so maybe that they're, yeah. they're, they're just a bit more resistant of actually giving fouls and just letting VAR do it anyway. That's um, what I mean. Yeah, they're yeah. so reliant on it now. Um, all right, boys. Well, and, and then final question before we go into the Chelsea preview: um, How does this affect our European dream? And Ryan, I was actually going to just say, this sort of leads on to what I was about to say anyway, because I was going to say, let's just remember how good we were yesterday. We we played a fantastic game. Uh, We were better than Tottenham all over the pitch, left, right and centre. We were better than them. Every man for man. I don't want to hear, you know, Kane this, Son that. We were better than them. We were were way better than them. We were better than the whole team. Longley, Perisic, Hoybier, Kane. They threw it away with stealing the limelight, but for the wrong reasons. We can actually appreciate the likes of Moises Caicedo. We can appreciate... I think Alexis went a bit under the radar. Matoma had a lot of chances, probably deserved more, got way too much against him. We had um, Dunk played quite well. Um, Still made some fantastic saves, particularly first half, that one down low to his uh, left or right. I can't actually remember where it was now. Right, I think it was. It was was a fantastic arm. Mate, we played really well all over the pitch. We deserve way more than we got. McAllister made that good ball into Matoma, which was a great goal, which should have stood... Yeah, we, we, we should take credit for how fantastically good we were. And that's a good reason as to why, you know, that this next two, three years is still good for us. So I think that, you know, despite the decisions, we played great. We still got a great team, a young team. And that's not even to mention the ones on our bench, like Ayari, Bonanote, Gilmore, etc. We've got so many good players in Chizo. So yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still excited by the future. And if we go beat Chelsea, which I'm sure we'll get onto in a minute, then it does change it a little bit and, and softens the blow a bit. But yeah, we, we it doesn't it doesn't completely kill our European hopes. I think it does probably kill our top four 
Um, but yeah, that's that's what it is, unfortunately. Ben, um, no, it's still alive. Hundred percent, still alive. Uh, it, yeah, it's just a it's horrible feeling right now after that because the magnitude of a win and what that would have done, mm. and to have that kind of taken away unjust and feels unjust. I'd happily lose a, a game, and I'll take a I'll take a loss when we deserve to lose. I'll be like, yeah, mm. that's fine. But mm. when a game's that big and the three points would have been so massive for us, it's yeah. just really hard to take. And it's um. Mm. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Uh, but I do think, yeah, European dream is still alive. Top four. I think that was a fun dream. Still dream it because you know if we do, we still got like two games in hand on some teams. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I still don't think we'll get it. But the fact that we still can talk about it, it just shows how far we've come. Uh, yeah. I still think we will get Europe. But yeah, that's just a big, big blow. Just the way the way it happened, really. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Two games in hand. Uh. What are we with? Yeah. From, so if we get European football, well, we need to get top Unfortunately, seven. Unfortunately, our games in hand aren't like, they against yeah. City and Newcastle, aren't they? Um, which are Who? Our games in hand. Oh, our, our games in hand? Yeah, City yeah, and Newcastle, I think. Right. Which, <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which doesn't help. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't help matters. But never you never know. know like, day, Newcastle, but, yeah. I, I know that... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know Newcastle are a bang on form at the moment, but they, they've shown a few chinks in their armor. You know, yeah, where we're better than them on, on a day. To... We, we've got a good team, you know. We, we can we can definitely beat Newcastle mm. without a doubt. They're, they're, if I'm honest with you, they're a bit passion merchant, aren't they? Without digging them out, because they've done well this season. But uh, that's how I. That's what they scream to me at home. They scream like passion merchants, and that's what an Eddie Howe team is, right? Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they have no tactics and just vibes, but they have a lot of vibes, <laughs> and I think that that's what sort of carries them in them home wins. So yeah. We can beat Newcastle City. You never know on the day. You never know. It's at home as well, so we'll see. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And oh, funny enough, uh, Newcastle got Villa next, which is uh, that would be a huge game, game. Uh, between. Yeah, big game. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, less about them, more about us. Uh, and we have, mm. of course, got Chelsea. Which great shame, Potter's not going to be there. That would have been yeah, fun. Yeah, uh, being able that. to dunk dunk on Potter again. <laughs> yeah. Dunk on Potter again. That would have been fun. But, of course, they have got big Frank Lampard in. And apparently, I don't know if you boys have just seen breaking news. Um, He's been sacked Jam- already. No, <laughs> no, 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 not quite. Uh, but apparently, James Corden helped Lampard get the job with Todd Bowley, apparently. Uh, yeah, they, they, Why is yeah, that the least surprising like, thing? You could, somehow, that's so ridiculous that it makes sense <laughs> that it's Bowley. Like, that just actually makes sense to me. James Corden's that. a West Ham fan. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, sabotage, host, James Corden helped persuade Chelsea owner Todd Bowley to appoint Frank Lampard as interim coach. Trust me, dude, this guy's great. He used to be oh, the uh, captain of Chelsea Super yeah. Blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a dog in him. <laughs> he's um, got that dog. Yeah, no, he's Get him in, bro. <laughs> he's got that dog in him, dude. Um, yeah, so Chelsea, let's start with you, Ben. Um, obviously, yeah, they're, they're actually <laughs> so really funny. terrible form. They lost to Wolves yesterday. Um, they're what, seven points behind us and we got two games in hand on them they've lost two out of their last five and only one yeah once in the last five games which yeah they're on a terrible run of form at the moment um, talk to me what, what are your thoughts I think Deserby is going to rile these players up these Brighton players going to be bang up for it back in mm. back in London um, and then they're going to be so up for this game um, obviously from previous experience of just beating uh, what was it 4-0 four, four when we beat him at the Amex and then also just in the back of this Tottenham game, I think they're going to use that frustration and anger and put in an unbelievable performance unless obviously yeah. the referees get involved. But yeah. I can only see us winning really. I genuinely can. Like they, they are a shambles on the, on yeah. the field and off the field. Yeah. Just, just on that before I let Ryan, Ryan give his opinion. That actually reminded me, I, I uh, tweeted out yesterday about, yeah, using the hurt and the anger from yesterday's game to really propel us. Like imagine how good it would be, right? Imagine how good it would be to use that energy and use that frustrations and the, the injustice, etc., to go go through the, next, the rest of the season to get European football, whether it's Europa, whether it's a Conference League and less likely Champions League now, um, and win the FA Cup again. Think, I'm not trying to jinx it, but win the FA Cup. Imagine in a dream tonight. Imagine the big fu to the league mm. and to the FA and to everyone involved, being like, "There you go, like you've." Us over. You know, um, you know, Emmy Martinez's celebration with his golden glove when he was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Derby would do that with the FA Cup. Like pointing at pointing at the uh, chairman up in the stairs going, hey. Doing I would that. love to see that. that. But yeah, and Ryan, um, yeah, uh, talk to me. Chelsea, what do you think? Uh, we will be there. We will be there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, we will be there. I, I, unfortunately, I have to get there two and a half hours before kickoff because I'm on, we've managed to get the park in because I, I decided not to train this one because that was a nightmare last night. But, We've got the um, parking on the road that shuts during the match day. So we've got to get there two and a half hours oh, yeah, before kickoff it. and leave an hour after kickoff. So we've got the short straw there, but it was all that was there. Oh, man. Um, but we will but be But leaving there, off we is will good, be though, because you, you miss all the traffic. Yeah. And we'll, <laughs> just, 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 just to, we'll you know, to, to get the everything back on track against Bowley, um, you know, it still holds its weight. Bruno's still there. Kukure, we can still boo, I suppose. And we've still got people there that we don't like. Paul Wynn Stanley, the uh, self-sabotager out there. Um, but yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough because obviously they're going to be up for it because they don't like us now uh, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, we are we are better than them. And, you know, they've got Frank Lampard, which is very funny now, uh, considering we beat him 4-1 not too long ago against Everton. Um, I just, I'm just not so sure about that red orangey kit. I know we went to Everton and won in that kit, but that's all I can think of for good memories, isn't it? Yeah, I hope we wear the Hyper Turk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hyper Turk be nice. But uh, also as well, I, I think Chelsea. Like my only thing is, I, and I agree with what, what you boys have been saying. I think they're cr- they're terrible. Like they are <laughs> awful, especially under Frank Lampard as well. Now I think I think they're terrible. Um, but but my question is. They have to start winning at some point, right? Like, when, yeah. when is that going to start? It has to happen sometime. <laughs> uh, so, is it so going to be against us? Is it going to be later on? Be so yeah, clear. literally. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, is, is it going to be us? Like, especially after the Spurs game, how bad that was. Like, in terms of the injustice. Like, are we going to have another one of those games where we either batter them all game and they score like last minute or like through Mudrick or mm. <laughs> Madueke or whatever? Like, some random is... shitty player they signed. Yeah, historically, we're under the Zerbi, under Moldera, is we are very good at bouncing back. I mean, when we, when we are hard done by, we tend to come back, particularly when Zerbi gets a red card, actually. Uh, we came back and smashed West Ham 4-0, wasn't it? And I think we, we obliterated yeah. the, um, the yeah. uh, Grimsby um, 5-0. So, you know, I know that Grimsby are, you know, you can't compare that to going to Chelsea away, but um, West Ham was a good example of more durable. Um, but you know, I think we've we've got it. We've we've we good. We're a good team. You know, we we didn't deserve that loss. There's no way that we should have an L on our record right now. Um, you know, it was it was an unjust loss, and we were, we were way better than on the day. We've got better players than Tottenham. Mm. Chelsea are just a team of FIFA cards, and I think we'll be fine. I think as long as we turn up, we we'll be all right. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, the, well, the last time they beat us was at home. I remember the Reese James. Remember the Reese James worldie? Uh, oh, yeah. When he yeah. I think it was during COVID times, actually. Yeah, yeah that was it. Um, Trossard, wasn't they won, it? I think. They won three one. That's a yeah. Trossard, yeah. Trossard. yeah. Uh, was that like the first game of the season as well? I think was it was. It? You know, yeah, fourteen. Well, fourteen of September. So it was early on. It was early on oh, in the season. Yeah, Jorginho penalty, Trossard equaliser. Reece I remember James like saying at the Kurt time Zuma we were good then and we didn't deserve to lose. So it's quite funny how it's you know there's still some yeah. things that have stayed the same. Yeah, full circle. Still happening. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, and then since then we've either well we've drawn three times and uh, yeah, battered them four one last game. So yeah, I mean recent times we've been the better side and, and look at looking at their run of foot like awful I know they had a little run where they won three games in a row but apart from that either side of that they lost bare, bare games and yeah Wolves <laughs> yesterday absolute worldy to be fair from Nunes but yeah they, they were poor and uh, Frank Lampard it, just it's just a joke it's just a joke um, he's awful so anyway we, we've now set it up so that we lose yeah so. exactly yeah, we, we will be done boys we will be boys we will be fine and then mate. finally we'll be before yeah, that will be good. And then predictions, Ryan? Score predictions? 2-0, I think. Yeah, we'll, 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 we're fired up now. We're fired up. I, I don't see us conceding, really, because we're, we're a good team, mate. We've got good defenders. We, As I said, we should never, ever, ever have lost that game. Let's remember that. We should never have lost that game. Um, unless Chelsea are cheats too. I haven't seen evidence that they are. Um, that's the only way that <laughs> yeah, I can Tom see Bowley's them winning. Yeah, has got more money to pay off, so... Yeah, he might have paid some, you know, FA lords or something. But unless he's done that, I think we'll be all right. I don't know if he's smart enough to do that, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, let's <laughs> let's say 2-0 to Brighton. Um, we've, got, we've got to be confident. Nice. And, and our tails will be up. Oh, 
I think Matoma. Matoma is due one, isn't he? Because after that game, he'll be be right up for a goal because uh, he's had one taken away and at least a penalty or two. Um, and also, uh, let's go Evan back in the team. Um, late header yeah, to seal yeah. it off and he's going to run it. into that away end and jump <clears throat> on all of us. It'll be great. <laughs> love it, love it. Ben? Yeah, before I do, I actually to remind me, I bumped into Evan last night. Um, oh yeah, I saw your tweet. I got a picture of him as well. So funny. I was absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I was gone, obviously, but... Uh, Surprise. Where where were you? Uh, in Brighton. Uh outside Black Line, yeah. Um uh oh, yeah, mate, I was so I ran up to him and I got so I got a picture of him, obviously. I completely forgot to like say that we've do, do the podcast. We've spoken on DMs as well, like through Seagull Social. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah. I just didn't say it, just didn't think of it. My brother, who's a Man United fan, was literally like holding his arm, being like, Evan, come to Man United, come to Man United, please. <laughs> I was going, Evan, God don't go, don't go, don't go. And he was just God laughing. Sake. He was just like creasing. And so was the actually no, I'm not saying. Um but yeah, <laughs> he was just creasing. <laughs> Um, yeah. But uh, back to the game anyway. Yeah, hopefully he scores. Agree with you, Ryan. I think we should. Well, I think we'll win two nil. My mentality is completely changed now. I think the Brighton of old. I'd be yeah, like I normally say, sitting on the fence, being a bit cautious. But I can only see us winning that, and I can't see us conceding. Chelsea are so cursed in front of goal. I watched them against Fired Liverpool. Up as well, aren't we? Like it's, it was like watching. It was like watching Brighton of old. They are so cursed <laughs> in front of goal. Um, which probably then they'll get be due one and then score against us, but. Yeah, I, yeah I but to be tactical, Ben, the way that they play us. is just like what we want to play against. They're very open, and I think there's a lot of gaps there that we'll exploit. Mm. The only one that does worry me a bit is is Felix. I think he's a great player. He, he I know he misses yeah, a lot of chances, player. but my god, he, he's he's a skillful one. He's going to be hard to contain, to be honest. Um, it'd be weird seeing him Reece James against versus us. Matoma Ryan as well. I associate him to being like an elite yeah. talent, and now he's at a team in the mid table. It's really weird, but yeah, it'll be <laughs> it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, I reckon it'll be a tight game. I'm going to go with uh, a win as well. 2-1, I'm going to go with. Uh, I think we'll concede 2-1. And I'm going to go with Ferguson and McAllister, I think. I, I feel like he's, he's due a goal. But, uh, but what I want to do want to say quickly before we finish is that... Um, oh, yeah. FA Cup semi-final. Obviously, Rashford pulled his uh, hamstring yesterday, I think it was. It's a so potentially. Or hammer, yeah. Groin or hamstring, yeah, one of the two. So basically, that could be huge news for us mm. uh, going into the semi-final against Man United. Because yeah, he's by far their best player. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was an interesting revel- uh, revelation from yesterday. I suppose yeah, the only I hope good it news. Carries that- on. They yeah, did bring I, I, on. They did bring on Christian Eriksen. So Eriksen's back. They'll have Ke- yeah, Kassimiro and they got Casemiro back too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah, one. Their, that sem- I worry their semi-final about. was approaching very fast. Mate, oh, mate, yes, very soon. Just on the semi-final, actually. Yeah, Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Just, just quickly. Uh, I, I've, I have got my ticket now. Uh, me, and, me and my mate, well, we have got it now. Wait. But if anyone out there is listening, has got any spares close? Basically, we've got our seats are awful. Like I didn't get the tickets. My, uh, a friend of ours got it, and we're literally like the th- like three rows from the back. Like that's how far back Damn. we are. So if anyone out there is watching and listening, um, if you have got a spare closer, <laughs> please, please do let me know. And, and you want to sit next to fight. Maz. Yeah, and you want to sit next to me, uh, which it could be a blessing and a curse. Um, yeah, please do let me know. And yeah, DM Seagull Social. Thank you very much. But yeah, boys, anything else you want to wrap up before we yeah, go? I was going to say something, um... and it's gone out of my head now. I was going to say something about the Chelsea game, um, but I can't remember what it was, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so that doesn't really help anybody. So yeah, just just leave yeah. it there, to be honest. Just email, email us the rest of it, Ryan, yeah? Mm. If you're, yeah, I remember if you're, think, if you're listening to Bowley, actually... Oh, no, that was it. I, I just want to thank Casemiro. him. I want to thank him. Sorry. Oh, okay, I, I just want to thank Bowley though, because the fact that he's taken Graham Potter for us and we've actually got better. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for what you're doing. Cheers. I still hate you because you put us through some stress, but yeah, cheers for fixing yeah. up. I, I like him because he's <laughs> on, a really Casemiro. good football owner and I think he, the way that his strategy is is fantastic. <laughs> I think he's, he's really well thought out. Yeah. Sick by um, his word as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, I was going to say about Casemiro, him back for the semi-finals, he's kind of dodgy and I guarantee you, I'm going to put a little prediction in here that by the end of that semi-final, regardless of whether we win or lose, we'll be talking about an incident with Casemiro at that game because he's a very dirty player. And I have a feeling that something, something is going to come up, including him or Bruno Fernandes, and we're going to be a bit annoyed about it. I have a feeling, but we'll see. 
Jahan Bash will somehow get headbutted again but by Casemiro. AJ be on the Redemption. For some He's reason. Like a guest. He'll be a guest Carl, yeah. like presenting something. And then Casemiro's going, Carl Walker 2.0. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and we'll, get, we'll probably, get like a, probably get a penalty after full time or something. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So um, that'll be fun. Um, but anyway, yeah. boys, listen, uh, that was oh, a very emotional, a very long me. podcast. I think yeah. over an hour, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just over, well, just under an hour. Or, My over laptop's going to shit itself when it exports this bloody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck with the edit, Ben. <laughs> please, um, please. But uh, boys, um, yeah, boys, no, just to summarise this whole podcast, I think, I think I can speak for all of us where, yeah, absolute injustice, terrible officiating, but... Like Ryan said, we played really well and they're still, you know, we're still looking really, really good for the season. And we've got a big FA Cup semi-final to come uh, and a big game against Chelsea as well. So it's not all lost. Like, I love it if we look we at the positives them. and we can be happy. Yeah, I love it if we <laughs> beat them. But please. yeah, as... As always, uh, please do like, comment and subscribe. It really does mean a lot to us. It does help with nearly us. Nearly at 4K, uh, trying, I think. Trying to, yeah, nearly at 4K. So get us to yeah. 4K. That would be much appreciated. Smash the like button. Um, as per usual, it really helps with the algorithm and all that jazz. Um, and of course, if you're listening on Spotify and Apple, leave a review, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Um, again, really much appreciated. And we shall be back for post-match Chelsea. Chelsea, Jesus Christ. Love it. Bye-bye. Peace. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.